Radical. Welcome to this week's episode of the Print on Demand cast. Each week, join the gnarly Travis and Josiah as they provide insight into the print on demand industry and equip you with the totally tubular tools, advice, and strategies you need to achieve success and hopefully have a few laughs along the way. Now, on to this week's totally tubular show. Hey everybody, welcome back to the Print on Demand cast in the format that you're probably most familiar with, but probably isn't your favorite because the in-person episodes, they go places that you'll that we never plan on them going. And if you <laughs> want to know what we're talking about, just go listen to last week's. Uh, it was a good time. But here we are this week, new episode, new content. Thanksgiving is over. All the food was had. The weekend mm-hmm. was fun. Long, I mean, at least for me, I know you didn't have a long weekend. I had like a five-day weekend, uh, which was really hard to go to work this morning uh but <laughs> a good week good weekend nonetheless played some poker ate a lot of food now it's monday travis how is your cyber monday treating you there at make your mark design yeah lots of lots of sales lots of orders being placed um i can actually i'm just gonna look and see i just wanted to see if i could find this is uh live isn't it? Yes, it is. We're, he is Googling right now. <laughs> uh, I just wanted to Googling, see. Yeah, okay. Stuff. So I believe we have surpassed um, Black Friday's sales today. So tomorrow will be another day of just craziness. So we came in over the weekend. We didn't work Friday. We actually worked Saturday so we could get all of Black Friday stuff done. And sure. that was actually really, really good. It was very smart to do that. Um because we came in today and we were, because we didn't work, you know, we didn't have any of the orders from Saturday or Sunday sure. until this morning. Um, we were, you know, we were killing it this morning um, and, you know, had a whole, whole lot of stuff. And again, tomorrow we'll have a whole bunch of stuff. So, but I, I, I am uh, proud to say that our team is really, I mean, they're on it. You know, we're um, nice. We, we may be like, like one day behind in a couple of um, uh, departments, but overall we're getting most of the things out um, the same day, you know? So that's absolutely crazy. Um, I have no idea how they do it, but they're awesome. So I'm thankful. I'm thankful. Yeah, That's incredible. Good Thanksgiving. I know your mom was in town, spent Mm -hmm. the holiday with you. Everything went well. Yeah. Yeah. I had a nice Thanksgiving. And then obviously we had Friday off too. So just hung around at the house and watched football and played games with the family yeah. and uh, didn't do a whole lot of things. I was planning on going Black Friday shopping, hmm. but um, it, it didn't materialize. Um, instead, <clears throat> instead, we went to uh, Windsor and watched one of my son's basketball games. Uh, they were having oh, a nice. scrimmage, out, actually two scrimmages out there. And so so that was fun way to kind of in the, in the two days. Um, and then of course, Saturday we, we worked and then Saturday night, um, we had a little fun. Yeah, we did. You want to tell them about that, Josiah? Yeah. So, uh, if you've been listening for a while, I think Travis and I have probably referenced a handful of times that we have a regular or pretty regular group of guys that we've been playing poker with on and off for about, I don't know, probably at this point, three or four years, maybe. Um, some years more consistently than those. We try to get it together at least once a month. 
and play poker. And so we did that Saturday night. It was actually pretty miraculous that we were able to get six guys together on the Saturday after Thanksgiving to come hang out and right. play poker. Uh, and I know uh, I had a, you know early morning the next morning, so I tried to keep it. it I mean, it ended re- in the context, relatively relatively early. early, about eleven thirty or so. I mean, I was at least asleep by midnight, midnight thirty, which was nice. Um, mm-hmm. And on top of that, um, Travis did in fact. It came down to Travis and myself, and Travis ended up winning all of it uh, that night. That's right. Uh, which is which was good. I mean, second place is okay. I, I was just in the money, but you know, I, I would like to win. I want to win. But it is what it is. But yeah, no, it was a good game uh, all around. It was, it was a fun time, and so uh, was able to do that. Yeah, yeah it's always kind of run off the weekend. Yeah, it's always fun to get together with the guys, and you know, we have a few few brews, and um, yep. Then we a lot of times we'll have a cigar or something. So I, actually, on the way there, I was. I went to a smoke shop, um, at least what I thought was a smoke shop. I actually, it had been replaced by an apparel store. Really? Clothes. Yeah. Clothes, but no cigar. And that was this week's weekly dad joke. Clothes, but no cigar. I think it's real funny. Uh, yeah, I love that. <laughs> it's just, it's super dad. Love it. Love it. Yeah. So um, we've got a lot to get to in this uh, particular episode. Lots of stuff. So we're just going to go to uh, the point of interest uh, and see what it was waiting for us on the other side. So here we go. Point of interest. I like how I said we have a lot to get to, and then I just happened to play the 30-second bumper for the <laughs> <laughs> <It's> so long. <laughs> and I had to uh, my yeah, side note, it's yesterday on on uh I was served at my church on my church's worship team. We have in-ear monitors, and I had my left ear popped out enough so I could hear the room. And I because when I lead, I don't like to have both ears in because it makes me feel like I'm in a can. But all day yesterday afterwards, and up until this point, I have persistent ringing in my right ear so i won't do that again because tinnitus isn't great to live with anyway so that was just really loud in my right ear it's the only reason i brought that up but here we go the point of interest this week selling printables on etsy and i know you're probably thinking what is what does that mean well printables are digital products like drawings wall art or templates created to be sold on etsy downloaded and printed by customers which i've bought a handful of these Mm-hmm. You know, whether it's designs or stuff that I want like to put on a T-shirt or something I want to put on a poster or anything like that. So, I mean, printables are are pretty cool. Um, and I guess, Travis, for the listener, what's the allure? What's the benefit of of selling printables? If someone's listening as a graphic designer and they can just throw stuff up there, what's what's the benefit? Yeah, I think I, th- I think one of the benefits is that um, these products are immediately downloaded by your customers. And so there's no middleman. You don't, you know, if you're, if you're doing print on demand, maybe with t-shirts or mugs, you have somebody else that's, you know, actually kind of the middleman, if you will, between you and your customer. Um, And even if, even if you do the, 
the work yourself and are still sending it out. There's a physical element to it that is not there with printables. And right. so the transaction is just momentarily, you know, it's moment. It just takes a few seconds. Um, and, uh, and, and you get paid right there. You know I mean? It, yeah. It's just that quick. There's nothing that has to be shipped and get lost in the mail. Um, and then on the customer side, printables save a lot of time with like do it yourself projects. And yeah, of course, do it yourself really kind of hit a, um, a high point, I think in, in during the COVID, oh, yeah, you know, sure. 2020, 2021, but I don't think it's gone down really. I think there's, there all, there will always be in demand. Um, the other benefit I think is like, because there's no actual cost of goods, like Etsy's going to charge you 6% um, plus a 20 cent listing fee. Right. Um, so, you know, if you sell something for five bucks, that's about 50 cents. So you make $4 and 50 cents. If you sell a t-shirt for like 25 bucks, maybe the shirt costs you 12 bucks. Um, right. You know, then the shipping costs you five bucks. So there's 17, you know, you've got what, seven left, six left, depending on how much you actually right. are charged for that shirt. Um, and so in other words, if you sell a hundred thousand dollars worth of, um, you know, uh, print on demand goods or, or t-shirts at 25 bucks and you make, you know, you'll make what, I don't know, what is that? $7,500 or something like that. Um, well, no, that's not, that's not the right math. I think it's like 20,000, but I'm not doing math, um, sure. on the podcast <laughs> right now, but if you sold a hundred thousand dollars of, of printables, I mean, first of all, that's a lot more sales. So you're probably not half, you're probably not going to, but if you did, you'd make, make way more Yeah, because uh, you're getting such, you know, you're getting $4 and 50 cents, you know, as if you're selling them for five bucks. So, I mean, that's like what is that? Like $90,000 you'd make if you sold a hundred thousand yeah. dollars. Yeah. Just, it's not even comparable. So you don't, so in other words, what you, you can also look at this, like I have to sell a lot less to make a decent amount of money, sure. I a lot less things to sure. make a decent amount of money than you do with print on demand. So they're, they're really intriguing, you know? Yeah. Um, I think they're really cool. Yeah. And I mean, they're easily created. I mean, you know, you can do Canva, you can do Photoshop I mean, there's so many mm -hmm. different, I know place it now has a lot of, of design templates that you can kind of plug some stuff into and modify, for, you know? Mm -hmm. and, and so there's, it's really, really easy to, to create them. And once they're designed, it's super simple to list them. You just got to make sure your mock-ups are a good quality and that nobody can just print out your pictures and steal your products. So, I mean, you want to like yeah. watermark what's, I mean, you see it all the time. The, the mm -hmm. graphic by itself is watermarked or something like that. So like to Travis's point, someone just can't, you know, clip it or, or drag and drop it off of Etsy or whatever to, to take it without actually paying you. So make sure you do that mm -hmm. um, as well. But there's lots of products that fall into this category. Um, mm -hmm. Printers, printers, my God, I, that's not even what I was trying to say. Let's, <laughs> let's try that again. There's lots of products that you can create and that are printables, planners, fillable to-do lists, chore chart, checklists, logos, business cards. I mean, Trav I mean, I've, mm -hmm. what else do you think? Like weddings, event printables, I mean, there's tons mm -hmm. of stuff. Greeting yeah. cards. Yep. Greeting Calendars. Cards. Yeah. Coloring books. Believe it or not, coloring books, not just for kids, but for adults too. Yeah. In um, fact, we just bought, uh, Madeline just bought us some 
adult coloring books because we have a nine hour flight to Germany on Saturday. And so there you go. Uh, there was some that came in. She got <laughs> she got me a, a adult coloring book that's like tattoos, like tattoo designs and stuff like that, mm. like ja- like all these different styles of tattooing. So um, she must think that I like tattoos for some reason. Um, but <laughs> uh, so, yeah, adult coloring books are are are. are popular you wouldn't maybe yeah. think that but they definitely are but also photography uh fine art that you've created mm-hmm. there's just so much you can you can yeah. even sell print-on-demand designs that you've made and use that as a marketing angle in your title and description so like it's just another way really if you have those assets then you've been selling mm-hmm. on amazon on walmart and maybe you don't want to list merch for whatever reason you don't want to list merch or the actual physical shirt on etsy you can sell the printable you can sell both really Mm-hmm. I give the people an option to buy it on a shirt or just buy the design by yeah. itself. Or yeah, you could do that. Or you could also sell the, the Photoshop file and say, here's sure. a free template yeah. that you can change. You can you change can the mark, words. You can do yeah, whatever you want. And yeah, totally. Yeah. yeah. That's a great idea. So yeah. And anything else on this, on this point of interest before we uh, kind of transition to, to, to the main event. I, the only, the only, thing i'll say is like um you don't have to necessarily do this on the same etsy account that you are already selling on you can actually get a second etsy account and you could just do all printables on that one um you know just kind of separating your your brand a little bit and making it a little bit more uh cohesive Um, so that's that that's just something i kind of throw out there as a possibility if this is something that you're really interested in um it's it's pretty uh it's it's pretty cool. Yeah, that's awesome. So look into it more if you have any questions. Of course, you know where to go. We know we're gonna tell you where to where to go is printondemandcast.com slash Facebook. If you have more questions or insight on printables, let us know. Um, we would love to chat with you. But um, yeah, something to definitely think about, especially if like we said, you have those assets that are just laying around and waiting to yeah. be used in another way and make you some more money. So this week for the main event. Uh, well, I guess I can't. I can't forget the bumper. So before I tell you what the main event is, we're just <laughs> going to go to the bumper for the main event. Main event. Who's calling? All right. So for this week's main event, we're going to talk about a platform that we haven't really touched on a whole lot but we wanted to kind of do some due diligence and and kind of let you guys know about the opportunity on this platform mm-hmm. and that platform happens to be eBay. That's on eBay. so we're going to get into top five tips or five tips remember the top five but five tips <laughs> for selling print on demand on ebay but first some ebay factoids i feel are in line mm-hmm. so that people can learn about the Ebays. So here's what you should know about eBay. 138 million users in 2022 is what was documented on eBay.com. It's been on a steady decline since 2018, but do not let that detract from the fact that we made this our main event. Uh, $10.8 billion in revenue in 2021. And originally, this is interesting, the site belonged to Echo Bay technology group omidyar had a consulting firm and that was the name of the consulting firm 
Uh, Omid Yar, who I'm assuming has to be the founder of eBay, I tried to register the domain name EchoBay.com, but found it was already taken by the Echo Bay Mines, which is a gold mining company. So he shortened it to his second choice, eBay.com. <laughs> and, and there you that have it. is investigative journalism for you folks. Uh, you won't find it anywhere else, really, on any other news networks. So basically, you just get your fix here in the subpar investigative journalism that we do here um but yeah so travis you have an ebay account and you sold your first thing on ebay what in the 90s when when the commercial yeah. that we just referenced was a That's on ebay. yeah I, I used to uh sell stuff on ebay back in yeah in the 90s um and was pretty kind of an early adopter with ebay and there was even believe it or not i there was a a moment in time where I was actually arbitraging um, hard drives, like com computer hard drives. And wow. I, would find, I found like this site that had really cheap hard drives and they were all new, yeah. had great prices on them. And so I would buy them, ship them to my house, and then I would list them on eBay and I'd make, you know, 25, 30 bucks on each one of them. Um, and that I didn't have the concept of drop shipping from, you know, the place because I didn't it just wasn't in my brain at the time. So sure. yeah, I had to put up a lot of cash to get these hard drives, but um, I always knew that I could get them and sell them uh, relatively easy. But that was one of my first kind of entrepreneurial invent uh, online e-commerce ventures uh, back in the day. Uh, so yeah, wow. I don't know if that belongs in the, um, you know, the e eBay factoid thing. Cause I'm sure <laughs> all of the eBay people know that Travis started his e-commerce journey on ebay on but eBay. um uh yeah. yeah but but i just thought that was yeah that was pretty cool then later i did actually um sell some print on demand products on ebay for for quite a while um and for me it it just i was spending more money than i was making and i think sure. part of that is because i wasn't really putting in the time to learn the channel yeah um, i know other people that do print on demand and uh, they do very well on ebay sure um so let, let's just get into it um yeah, we've got good. five tips what's what's number one josiah yeah number one of course do your research which i think we kind of advocate in any kind of a scenario where you're getting into a new platform you're going to want to do your research and figure out what exactly mm -hmm. you're you're getting yourself into what is the kind of the ecosystem that you're going to be getting into and what's successful there what's not successful there so of course start by doing your research um you can Check eBay's search result page for the most wanted or bid on items to see the type of products that are in high demand. So it's kind of like a, a cheat sheet. I mean, if you want to see what kind of shirts are in high demand, you can kind of search that and see what's what's happening and uh, explore sellers that offer offer reasonable prices and personalized experience. If you kind of want to check out the competition, see what other people are offering, what they're doing it for. There's And you can check out, you know, best selling uh, categories as well, which we have a link to that we can put in the show notes. Um, but you just want to do your research to find the niche that you want to sell and is it going to be successful on ebay maybe what you're selling isn't really hitting on ebay and it's better on etsy if you're wanting to really focus in on a niche but uh, that's why you want to do your research um, mm -hmm. and of course there's certain categories that are prohibited or requires a lengthy approval process um, and these products that you should research carefully or avoid entirely uh, is like food or liquids of course it's always going to get I don't think I'm going to be doing print on demand food or liquids. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Uh, heavy items don't sell print on my heavy items, which you won't be. Um, 
So there's a whole list, collectible merchandise, unsafe, recall products, medical devices, digital downloads. That's something Which, to think about. We just talked about that on Etsy. So printables, uh, you're going to want to uh, Which is look interesting. Into Go ahead. You're 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 lagging a little bit. Wow did I did I freeze? Yeah, you did. Yeah, I think I just froze. I can hear you now. You're back. <laughs> That's weird. <laughs> I've got too many tabs open on my machine. I was gonna I was yeah. gonna restart it before, but um, I yeah. didn't. So here we are. Yeah. Sorry. He's not he's not lying, folks. He's at least got like. 75 tabs open on one chrome screen that's a lie it's probably only <laughs> 40 okay yeah well <laughs> the exaggerations i didn't need it to prove my point that's still just a shit ton of tabs <laughs> to be open so his computer is struggle busting a little bit but i just talked about digital downloads which out of all of these things probably are out of all these categories that's probably the one category that's going to be pertinent to you the listener because we just talked about printables on Etsy mm-hmm. and uh, having digital downloads. And it's something that is going to potentially require a lengthy process or that some people are saying, just don't even get into it. Right. Yeah. Um, yeah. I think this list is pretty much for people who are probably not selling print on demand. They're probably selling yeah. physical products, you know, yeah. um, no, no illicit items, no medical devices, um, no recalled products. I mean, a lot of this is just like no brainers and again, yeah not applicable to print on demand. So the good, the good thing is, is that you can sell coffee mugs. You can sell t-shirts uh, and all kinds of apparel. You can yeah. sell um, home decor items. You can sell all of these things that we've talked about every week. on demand cast. Those are all totally, um, you know, above the bar. They're fair game. Yeah. They're fair game. Exactly. Uh, so number two um, thing that you want to definitely, uh, think about is to and we talk about this all the time because yeah it's funny because all of this stuff is so applicable to every single channel but find your niche and build your brand yep um and i think this is probably why i was not successful on it if if you know if we want to get down to it i didn't i didn't focus on a niche i went really wide and i didn't really build my brand um I just kind of threw as much thing, as many things at the wall as I possibly could. Yeah. And, uh, and it didn't work. Yeah. Yeah. So you're, again, we talked about doing your research and researching your niche is another one of those things and exploring some of the listings, um, search terms with the highest view count, customer reviews, follow related trends, interests on social media. A lot of what we've talked about, those things that kind of hit a good cross section of, of something that is, is, um, you know, timely and maybe marrying it with a, another kind of design or, or putting it in on your shirt um, that can have something that's a little bit more relevant um, to what is happening at the moment. Um, but once you see what does and doesn't work for well, you, you can start building your brand and use mm-hmm. eBay's seller hub. You can register for an eBay account, select a subscription, which we can, we'll get into a little later as far as pricing and, and fees, but mm-hmm. you can customize your store page. Um, you can give yourself a store name Um unique and short enough for an attractive URL. So like up to 35 characters, but obviously you want to do something that's a little bit more catchy, a little quicker Mm -hmm. for people. If you have to give them the actual URL main image, uh, you know, high resolution up to 9,000 by 9,000 pixels. You can have your logo or store description. That's massive (laughs) up to 9,000. That's nuts. You have your brand logo, your store description, 
um, a marketing banner and you can actually have a video, which I think is kind of cool on your store page mm -hmm. to kind of help convey the brand's vision, the lifestyle, the value and the values of the brand. Again, we've talked a lot about this and we'll get into this also in the coming weeks when we talk about or we, we have Luke on the show finally talking about the story. What's your brand story? That's that video is a killer way to mm -hmm. communicate your brand's story and and why the customer will be the hero for purchasing your product based on your values, your story. So I think a video, that's awesome that, that you can put that video on your, your store page. Yeah, I think, I, I think this is, you know, like I said, probably the reason I didn't really succeed on eBay um, because I, I think part of the, the store building or, you know, making all of your listings kind of uh, similar or, you know, having some yeah. type of um, something that keeps them all um, tied together is, is really important on eBay. And so, um, all of the things you've said about building your actual store with the, you know, the logo, the store descriptions, don't skimp on that. Don't skimp on any of those things. Make sure you do them all right. And then, yeah. um, I think you'll have at least more success than I did. Uh, if you yeah. decide to go down this path. <laughs> yeah, sure. Yeah. Uh, number three would be optimize your listings. This of course includes making sure that everything is named correctly, making sure that descriptions are accurate. Things that we've talked about again, that are applicable uh, on every platform, but mm -hmm. uh, it's no different here. Yeah. I think eBay sometimes, at least to me, when I think of eBay, I feel like the the perception that I get is just people selling their collectibles or their crap that they just don't want. You know what I mean? Like their stuff right. that they're trying to get rid of, or it's kind of like a last ditch effort to to rid themselves. It's a garage sale. Yeah, it's, a, it's an online auction site, which is what it really started as. I mean, I, I have mm -hmm. vivid memories of when eBay first came to prominence and my dad auction, you know, just watching different auctions for ties, <laughs> you know, his Jerry Garcia collection, the Rush Limbaugh collection of ties. He would just, like a hawk, be waiting there and outbid that person by a penny and then be so right proud at, of himself. I mean, that and then was right at the last thing. minute. Yeah. Yes. That's what right. they, they yeah. used to have tools that were called sniper tools that would literally you'd set them up and then five seconds before the auction ended, they would put in your bid and yep. you, it would you'd yep. win the bid because you sniped the exam. Yeah. And I, I don't know how many times I got sniped. Yes. <laughs> I yeah. thought I was going to get it. And then boom, right at the end, it was gone. Emotional damage. My dad was very upset multiple times because, but, that, yep. but for me, that's always been the perception of eBay. So when you think about adding something that's not used or something that's not considered a collectible and you're wanting to actually sell new merchandise on eBay, um, you'll want to kind of go against that perception, not just post anything. You're going to want to make it look sharp as if it was on Etsy or on Amazon and kind of stand out. I think eBay's evolved a lot um, over the years, clearly. Um, and it's not, a platform that even when I was, you know, in what for apparel, not a platform that we really gave much attention to because I think the perception that we had of it, but it's growing. Um, you know, in the beginning, we, we mentioned it's got like 138 million users in, in a year, which is, it's nothing to, to dismiss. You can still make a good income. So you're going to want your, your mm -hmm. listings to be optimized and the nature of, of, uh, you know, eBay, I think customers are more likely to purchase based on the image rather than the description. So you're going to want to catch sure. them with, you know, good lifestyle photos or high resolution photos that you take yourself, or mm -hmm. uh, we've mentioned multiple times, placeit.net. 
is a great tool uh, to to leverage if you want to use a subscription. They have some free stuff you can get as well, but they've got a lot of good lifestyle stuff that can make it look better than just you know that static image yeah. or just the white background or, or what have you. So something you can definitely take advantage of. Yeah, there's there's some other thing. I mean, while yes, I agree, pictures are going to be the key to on an eBay. Um, on an eBay listing to get somebody to actually purchase the thing. I think at the same time, eBay is an algorithm, just like Amazon, just like Walmart, just like Google. And so your description, um, your title, all of that stuff, you, you know, it's just like optimizing anything else. It's very smart yeah. for you to, uh, to use those keywords, those buyer intent keywords. What would somebody who want, who was, who would purchase this, what would they type into the search bar? And right. thinking of those types of things, um, using some free tools even, or, or, or yeah. you, know, you can use Google P Keyword Planner, or we've talked yeah. about a lot of other tools. Yeah. That, I mean, there's something there, uh, you know, it's a keyword tool.io slash eBay, which we can put in the show notes as well, but it is an eBay mm. keyword search tool. It's kind of like, I mean, for any anyone that's sold Amazon out there that ever used Jungle Scout, it's pretty similar to that. You can see, you know, the cost mm -hmm. per click and... And you know how many viewers and the demand. So uh, it, it's a free tool. Well, I guess it, it yeah. can be a free tool if you want to see the limited version of the data that is available. But it is a paid subscription if you want to see the more robust uh, information that it can collect for you. Um, yeah. But yeah. By the by the way, I just I kind of jumped the shark there and went into the fourth uh, tip, and uh, which is <laughs> eBay SEO. And yes. I just kind of. We went from optimizing our listings to eBay straight SEO, to which SEO, which is I mean, kind of yeah, it's it could be a similar. point altogether if you wanted it to be. <laughs> <laughs> but we're but, stretching this bad boy out. Yeah, that's right. That is right. <laughs> um, so yeah, I mean, SEO is up to optimization is going to be huge. Obviously, if you're new to to you know print on demand or e-commerce, those are just the things that increase your visibility um, that gets you yeah. seen by the most people possible, and it's something that you want to take a lot of time. Right. And 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 study the function of SEO, not just for eBay, just in general, search sure. engine optimization and keywords, and kind of uh, immerse yourself in that a little bit. I know there's tons of stuff out there that can give you a crash course on keywords and SEO for each different platform. But if you want yeah. your stuff to be seen and not necessarily just released into the ether or the super information highway, um, as I as I reference it as once in a while, but that's how you're you're going to get stuff to be found and of course that's what equals and translates into you selling the stuff that you spent your time making and uh, yeah. making it making it worth your time uh, to do yeah I, you can also um, if you're not sure kind of what keywords that people would be maybe searching you can you can just literally go into the eBay search bar and start typing and yeah. look for those auto suggestions that that can kind of kickstart your keyword um your keyword process you know and, and yeah. it'll give you some ideas for some of that stuff and um like josiah was saying seo is so important to your print-on-demand business um and youtube university is a great place yeah. to go and just learn about all this stuff about seo um you know like i was talking about the google keyword planner well how do you use that how does that work um, again, YouTube University will teach you all about that. <laughs> yep. um, but all of those things 
can and will help you sell more things because search engine optimization or well, search engines, it's not just limited to Google. Amazon is a search engine. Um, yeah. YouTube is a search engine. Yep. eBay is a search engine. Etsy is a search engine. And they all have these algorithms that are maybe a little bit different, but they're all based on keywords. And yep. that's what they're, that's what you're going to be trying to figure out with some of the tools. I love that, that keyword tool.io slash eBay. Definitely check that out. Um, if you're looking into um, selling on eBay and optimizing your listings at, with, you know, good keywords, that's going to yeah. be a good place for you to look, yep. look into. Absolutely. And then number five, of course, uh, rounding this out is you need to be aware of the fees that Etsy is going or Etsy eBay is going to charge you. And of course, fees vary from platform to platform. Um, every mm -hmm. platform will have them and they are going to be different uh, on each platform. So there's listing fees and there's sales fees. Now, eBay's listing fees are 35 cents per product. Mm -hmm. you receive 250 free zero insertion listings each month, which basically means, and correct me if I'm wrong, Travis, but if you have less than 250 listings, we're not going to charge you an insertion fee as long as right. it's under that 250. Exactly. Um, and when setting up your, your eBay store, it's likely, uh, it's unlikely you'll need to pay for insertion fees. As long as it's under that 250, you can completely rely on that, on that 250 number and not getting charged for that. Yeah. I think the thing that um, we did was we went way over those and didn't realize that there were other <laughs> options. Yeah. Yeah, so we yeah. were paying 35 cents per listing. And uh, something else you need to be aware of is like in Etsy, it's like you, you pay the 20 cents and it's for four yeah. months. Well, eBay is 35 cents and it's for one month. And every yeah. month you pay that 30, 35 cents. Now, again, you get 250 for free. Um, and that's just half of it. When you yeah. sell, there's more fees. Yay. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> they got to make their money somehow. That's right. It's, they're, they're not, it's not a charity that they're running, apparently. <laughs> what are those, what are those, uh, the, the fees when your item sells, Josiah? Yeah. So the sales fees, uh, they take 30 cents per order plus 10 to 15% of the final value of the sale. So, uh, that percentage amount will differ, obviously, for each different category, but it includes the item price, the shipping costs, the sales tax, the regional regulatory fees, and other applicable fees. Um, and of course, you know, there's a there's a link here where you can find all of eBay's selling fees, um, and we can it's on eBay itself, so you can we can put that in the in the notes as well. But there's more detailed information. Um, so, and then once your listing exceeds the free amount, or if you start landing higher value sales, you can up your subscription plan and re yeah. receive more free listings and lower your eBay final, eBay final sales fees, um, through a higher store package. So if you don't want to be limited to that 250 or try and keep it under 250, so you're not paying 35 cents, uh, listing, mm -hmm. there are different options that you can take advantage of. Yeah. So um, so before you're, when you just start out, you may not have a eBay store. You may not actually subscribe to anything. You just have 250 free listings and you're just selling them and you only get charged when they actually sell. Um, right. once you get above that 250, it might make sense to look into these stores that just, I was just talking about. They have, um, several different kinds of stores for, and they're all based on how many listings 
um, you're going to get a month. And then they have benefits beyond that, you know? Um, but so what we were on, I think we we were on the basic plan. It's 2195 a month. Um, if you buy it in a year so or 2795 if you just do month to month and that gives you a thousand free insertion uh wow. listings that, yeah that's, so that's so that's a lot less <laughs> yeah it's a lot less than if you were just doing it um yeah at the 35 cents and paying that for for 750 more listings so if you've yeah. got you know that many it, it does make a lot of sense to just you know bite the bullet and jump in here the, the next one the premium is something that I am very interested in actually because I didn't realize this, but um, it's fifth. It's basically sixty bucks a month if you buy it for the whole year, or seventy-five a month if you don't. But you can have ten thousand listings uh, wow. for free. So you know we we do have we we have way more than ten thousand. But that would be at that point. I feel like you'd be in enough places that yeah. kind of the spray and pray method <laughs> might actually yeah. work. Yeah. Um, yeah, exactly. Yeah. I mean, you know what I mean? If, if you have that many listings, the, the odds of you selling enough to justify that $60 because $60 is more than an Amazon pro account is right. Um, Which you can list I mean, up to 1.5 million things. Right. <laughs> right. And I mean, I think we all know that, that Amazon is certainly, uh, the lion's share of percentage when it comes to things that are sold on e-commerce as a whole online. Um, but all of that to say, it, it, you always want to diversify. Um, and so eBay, it could be a good option if you are in Travis's position, you have that many listings, or even if you have, you know, under a thousand, give it a shot. I mean, why not? You're not going to pay for all those product listings. Um, if you subscribe to those higher plans. So if you, if there's enough to, to justify it, then yeah, then give it a shot. The, I mean, you have the, to do your research, but that goes right. back to point one. And the other thing that these plans do is they lower your final value fee. So that 30 cents plus the percentage, well, the, the percentage actually gets lower as you get higher up, um, you know, on their plans. I mean, they have, they have a $300 a month plan that you can list, 25,000 things. Um, and then they have an enterprise plan yeah. where you could do a hundred thousand a month and it's like three grand a month. Um, I don't think I'll be doing that one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's, that's but, a lot. I mean, that you, yeah, you can obviously graduate to that. If, if, you know, like for us, if, if the premium plan works, we list 10,000 things, you know, and, and we're like, Hey, this, the percentages are working in our favor. It might make sense to move up to the anchor plan at 300 a month and put all, you know, another 15,000 listings up there, um, you know, and then have that final value fee get lower yeah. to where yep. it does make sense. Um, yeah. yeah. And there's, you get dedicated customer support with that, you know, and um, some other things when you're spending that much and damn it, you better. <laughs> That's a no lot doubt. of money. Yeah, you better have some perks other than just free listings on at that point, because <laughs> that is a lot of money. So, yeah, I mean, I th I think the reason we wanted to talk about this is I do feel like we have spent some time on on the other platforms, and obviously, mm -hmm. if you're new to the show, if this is your first episode, hi, uh, that's Travis. I'm Josiah. Good to see you. Uh, hi. Or good to be seen and heard by you, 
But uh, if you're, I, th- I think sometimes because because a lot of this is very repetitious in SEO and optimize your listings and all of that, I think um, we assume that because we've talked about it so many times that people must be sick of hearing about it. But there are people who <laughs> this might be your first show and right. you search print on demand and we're talking about eBay. We have covered the other platforms in our archives. So go avail yourself of that as well. But we just wanted to let you guys know the options that are out there. eBay is certainly one of them. Uh, it's not one of the big three, which is Amazon, Etsy, Walmart, but it is an alternative. And I think one thing that Travis and I have learned in our time in e-commerce, as I referenced earlier, is that diversifying the platforms of which you're selling on is great because putting all of your eggs in one basket is a surefire way to end up with an omelet that costs you hundreds of thousands of dollars <laughs> should they take your basket away or break the basket or break your eggs. So you want to diversify. So we just wanted to take some time and and highlight eBay. Uh, again, it's not the most prominent platform in e-commerce, but it is an option that we felt like you guys should, should at least be aware of. Exactly. Um, I mean, you can kind of hear or read between the lines as I'm going through these subscriptions and talking about how many things you can list. And even Josiah saying, well, Amazon is only right. 40 bucks a month and you can list, you know, 1.5 million things on it. So, yeah. um, I, I don't know if, uh, if eBay is right for you. Oh, Travis just dropped out of the show and I don't know why, but um, but I think I think where he was going with that is that um, eBay not might not be the right choice for you, and there might be more value on other platforms for you. And we'll ask Travis what he was saying because he's well, back now. <laughs> well, that's never happened before. That was awesome. <laughs> yeah, I don't know what just happened, but you were gone very quickly, and I thought maybe you just took yourself out of the frame. But now you were just out of the nope. entire studio right away. No, it. StreamYard just, just dropped me and all <laughs> of a sudden it said, sorry, you. something went wrong. Would you like to retry? Well, wow. yes, well, I would yeah, like to retry. Probably because your computer's under a lot of pressure. So you need to maybe close some tabs. So. Yeah, th- that was that was that was almost like a second dad joke. <laughs> Very close. Yeah. Very close to a uh, second dad joke, but hey, we we do. Yeah. Well, all I was saying was, um, all I was saying (laughs) was that (laughs) maybe some of the other print on demand options that we've presented are better, um, or less expensive. Um, but I, like I said, there are people that are making this work. And so if, if they are making this work, then perhaps you can, and maybe your profit margins aren't as great, um, as you know, some of the other channels, but maybe the volume makes up for those profit margins, you know? So we, again, like Josiah said, we just wanted to present the option to you. If that's something that you feel like could help you in your business, well, then we're glad we shared it with you. Yeah, totally. So with that being said, I think we're going to, to hit the old outro and I'll go stream of consciousness and hope to not trip over my words. But I never make a promise that uh, I can't keep, so I'm not going to promise that. But here we go. Thank you guys so much for listening to the show. Uh, we definitely appreciate you. Seriously, if you are new here, thank you for for tuning in, pressing play, subscribing, downloading, whatever you did to get our voices in your ears, which sounds more intrusive than it actually is because you 
chose this. Thank you. Uh, we are very appreciative of your listenership and uh, would hope that you would come back. And if you found this information uh, helpful or informative, uh, do us a favor. If you're listening to the podcast app on Apple, leave us a review. Let us know what you thought. Uh, it helps the algorithms, helps the system tell, uh, you know, tell it helps tell the system where we should go as far as feeds and people who need this information. You can rate us on Spotify as well, but you can't leave a comment yet. So uh, the biggest thing you can do, whether you're new to the show or not, is join the Facebook group, penondemandcast.com slash Facebook. That's where you can ask Travis and I a question, but more importantly, that's where you can ask each other questions. Put questions out there to be answered by the group as a whole, um, because there are people who are in that group that are experts in things that Travis and I are not experts in or have more insight or perhaps more knowledge on certain things that you might have a question about that Travis and I don't have, but that is a great group to, to join the community, join the conversation and, uh, and be a part of, of that. So I definitely encourage you to, to check that out for sure. Um, mm -hmm. If you don't like social media and you still want to reach out to us, you can email us info at print on and let us know your questions there. We're also on Instagram and YouTube and print on demandcast.com slash Instagram and print on slash YouTube is where you can find us on those respective platforms. Also, we will be in uh, Long Beach at the ISS show there in January. So if you want to know more, know, want to know more information about that show uh, in January, uh, we can uh, you can go to the Facebook group. We did also post a link on that or just search ISS Long Beach. But uh, it's a really great trade show. Travis and I will be there and we would love to meet you guys if you are planning to be there as well. So Anything else, Travis? Did I miss anything? I feel like that was shorter this time, but I think I rearranged some things. I think you did really good. I think uh, <laughs> we're we're good to go. This is actually going to be a, a short podcast. How about that? How about that? The, yeah, it's pretty rare uh, that we go less than an hour on anything, really. Right. Uh, so, but but this is history making, folks. So, thank you guys so much for listening. For Travis, I'm Josiah. We'll see you next week right here on the Print on Demand Cast. See ya. Hey, babe, thanks for listening to this week's episode of the Print On Demand cast. We hope you enjoyed the Totally Tubular show. If you've got a question or a suggestion for the show, send Travis and Josiah an email at info at printondemandcast.com. Want to be wicked nice? Take a minute to rate and review the show on iTunes or wherever you get your podcasts. And don't forget to subscribe now so you don't miss next week's episode. See you next time for sure. We're feeding the ducks to unexplicably sensual music. Mm. You want to hear those ducks quack? Give them a quack. nice sourdough. Quack. You know... That's how you make a good sourdough. I used to take my dog to the pond. But those damn ducks, they wouldn't leave them alone what I get for buying a purebred dog. He had a purebred dog. Mm. Purebred. Nothing but bread. So much bread. Here are the basic steps and timeline for making sourdough bread. Feed your active, healthy starter. Don't have one? You can make your own in about a week with this tutorial that's hyperlinked, but you, the listener, can't take advantage of that advice because you're only limited to the things that I tell you. This is typically done the morning before. 
you plan on having a loaf of bread to eat. The music is fading. 